For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Sines coming at you. And on the line for an interview today is UNLV cornerback Jock Kalili. Kalili finished the 2018 season with 49 total tackles, one tackle for loss, one interception, and six pass breakups after playing out the final year of his college eligibility. He is now pursuing an NFL career. So, Jock, thanks again for joining me. And how are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely great, man. I'm just thankful for the opportunity and thankful for your time. You know, it's dedicated to me and just giving me a chance to just do this interview, man. Hey, no problem, man. It's an honor to get you on here. I understand that you're a draft prospect and you've been going through a pretty tough pre-draft process, working out, meeting with teams. So thank you, man, for making the time to uh, join the Pro Football Chase podcast. So I'm very excited to get chatting some football. So on that note, man, I'm going to get started with your first question. You played a season at running back, receiver, and defensive back in high school, and you graduated with some records and most rushing yards, most touchdowns. And then from there, I see you walked on at Arizona. So can you talk about your initial decision to play running back in college? Um, actually, I, I went to Arizona as a, they brought me on as a slot receiver. And um, pretty much that whole process, um, I, I had a great season my senior season, broke a lot of records, did a lot of things. And then I wasn't uh, aware of the uh, 
NCAA clearinghouse requirements. Like, I have the credit, but some classes didn't count towards the NCAA clearinghouse academic requirements. And then uh, I ended up getting a lot of college interest, and then I would have these coaches pretty much come in, and they would talk to me, and they'd be like, well, we want to offer you, but um, where's your clearinghouse card? I'm like, what in the world is this? So pretty much my senior year, I had to do 22 class, 22 credits in one semester in order to get through the NCAA clearinghouse. And then um, I didn't actually get to the clearinghouse until the day of my graduation and then signed with Arizona pretty much like a week after that. And uh, the decision was just going there. It was just an opportunity that was presented to me because um, I didn't uh, – I, I really didn't have many at that time due to the, the, it was not enough time. It was like so late at that point. So I ended up going there. Gotcha. Now, after a brief stint at Arizona, you spent two years at Mesa Community College in Arizona. How did your time there allow you to develop as a person and player? Um. My time during JUCO, it was really interesting due to the fact that when you leave a Division One school, even as a walk-on, they don't, they don't, or at least where I was at, they didn't treat me any different, you know, than the scholarship guy. So you get to junior college where it's like nobody's holding your hand anymore, you know, and you really have to, you really have to buckle down and you have to zone in, you have to set your goals understand where you want to be. You can't get complacent in the in that life, that Junko life. You're pretty much fighting to get out. It's a big it's a big fight. So you gotta come like me, like I I, I used to wake up six AM, go to go to class. I was taking twenty two credits there to get out each semester for three semesters in order to get out as fast as I could, you know. And that was a whole workload there. I used to go to pretty my day would start at eight and end at eight at night. And um it humbled me, you know, that the Juco process really I was I'm Pretty much, I'm really humble guys is, but it really just humbles you and it opens your eyes because it's just like this is the bottom of the bottom, pretty much, and you got to fight to get up out of there. And um, it, it really developed me as a player too because you you play against a lot of athletes who are um, who are trying to fight to get to that next that that next level, which would be Division One again. And um, it, it's really competitive, especially the league that I played in. So it was a great experience. Now, you ultimately transferred to UNLV ahead of the 2017 season. How long did it take before you transitioned to cornerback, and how was that decision made? Um, all right, when I came to UNLV, it was pretty much a, I'll say, three months, maybe a three-month transition before I came in in fall camp, and then the season pretty much happened. So... Three, it took about three months that transition, and um, how that transition happened, it was the our defensive back coach that was there um, at the current time, David Lockwood, who used to be the defensive back coach at Arizona, and he wanted me to play defensive back when I was at Arizona. He always used to present it to me like, "Man, you need to come to the defensive side. You need to come to the defensive side." But it, it didn't happen, you know. And then um, pretty much he went, to, ended up at UNLV. And then I was coming there anyway, and then it just happened like that. Right on. You can't, you can't really, yeah. So I saw this in your bio on the UNLV official site, but you, along with another teammate, were awarded a full scholarship at the end of a team meeting. 
So what were your emotions like considering your unique journey to get to that point? Um, for me, it was kind of like a, like a, just like a sign of relief, like it just, like an achievement, you know, like because I, I didn't play with a lot of dudes, you know, who had, who's been on scholarships and and did this, and I always felt like I could be one of those dudes, you know, and I just, it was always a grind, you know, it was always a secret goal for me, you know, I just like, man, I just want to get a scholarship, man, I just want to get a scholarship, even though I was, I was playing and I was balling, you know. I, it just, it just how things were set up. I, I, I didn't have one, you know. And then uh, when I finally got one, I was just ecstatic and humbled, you know, and, and grateful that, that they, that they just, you know, whatever were able to give me one. Uh, really, really excited about that. What can you say about Tony Sanchez, the head coach there at UNLV, and how has he been instrumental in your evolution as a player? Well, I, I really love Coach Sanchez due to the fact that his character, he's a really, really gritty, gritty guy, you know, like he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't give anybody any type of special treatment, whether you're a walk on, you're a starter, you're a third string. He does, like, he's straight to the point and straightforward with everybody. You know, and a big thing, he holds everybody accountable. And I really love that about him. Like, he's going to put his foot in your butt, like, no matter who you are. And no matter where it's at, he's always going to be the same person, and he's really real. Uh, he, he was he was really vital to it because you know he came to my junior college, and he sat in the office with me, and he was just like, man, like we have an opportunity for you, and if you want to take it, you can. If you don't, then that's fine, you know. And and I'm really in debt for him, in debt to him of uh, a significant amount due to the fact that him, for him just giving me the opportunity, and I'm really thankful for that. Who inspired you to play the game of football, Jock? And when did you realize, like, hey, you know, I would like to pursue an NFL career if given the chance one day? Um, I think growing up, I watched a lot of my cousins and uh, uncles and those those guys, you know, that, that I looked up to at the time do it, you know. And I was like, man, like, I've been pretty much at the – a football in my hand since I was like three, you know, my grandma has little pictures and things like that, you know, and uh, I just, I guess I made that decision a, a really long time ago, like, yeah, I want to play in the NFL, yeah, I want to I wanna do that, and just been going since then. I hear that you are generating some interest from several teams following a strong pro day there at UNLV. Can you talk a little bit about your workout and how you feel about your performance? Um, I couldn't be more uh, elated of uh, pretty much how my pro day went. I had some really great times. Uh, I had goals in mind and which numbers I wanted to hit, and I was able to do that. And uh, I'm pretty. I was pretty excited about my performance on that day. What was your message to NFL scouts that were seeking to learn more about you as a person and your NFL potential? What were some messages that you were relaying to them? I just wanted them to understand that I'm I'm a role player. You know, I'm going to play my role and I'm going to give you everything that I have every single day, day in and day out. You know, I put in I'll put in the work. I'll put in the time in the film room, the, the treatment room. 
on and off the field. I'm a great guy, great character. Um, I just want them to know that I'm. <laughs> I, they can rely on me, you know, no matter what. Like, I won't be a liability. I'm there. I'll be there every day, first one in, last one out. And uh, I just wanted them to understand that the type of guy that they're going to get is I'm going to be a great investment for them in their organization. At 5'11", 185 pounds roughly, Jock, what would you say is the strongest aspect of your game at this point? Um, it's just, I would just say it's just the grit that I play with. Um, I, it's a grit, it's like a, it's really intense, but yet I could, um, I could focus at the same time, you know, because you gotta, you gotta be pretty on that, that edge as a corner, you know, and um, I, I play the game with a lot of intensity and a lot of passion. At the same time, I, have a, I would say I have a rather high IQ level being on both sides of the ball, you know, on the offensive end and defensive end and being able to understand what people are trying to do to me. So it's the, my, the grit that I play with and then the intelligence in which I play the game with. Now, a big part of playing corner in the NFL is run support, which is something that you obviously do not shy away from after compiling 49 total tackles during your senior season. So how does your ability to tackle out in space make you more valuable as a player? Well, when it comes to corner, a lot of people have this idea that you don't need to tackle in space, but it just... I just think it adds value to my game. You know, I, um, I take pride in it. I take pride pretty much in everything I do on and off the field. But especially in, in the tackling, I feel like you have to make those tackles. You have to make those tackles because sometimes teams, they'll team around it. They want the corners to tackle, and they don't want the guys in the, in the box to tackle. You know, so I think it just adds a lot of value to my game to show teams that I, I'm willing to come downhill and I'm willing to make a play on whoever – it's coming my way. And on that note, versatility is another key for finding a role and success in the NFL. So would you be open to experimenting other roles, other positions in the secondary? Should a team see value in that? I'm, I'm willing to do whatever for anything that I want to take a chance and give me an opportunity. I'll play on special teams. I'll go get the water. I'll do whatever needs to happen. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thankful to be in this position that I am right now. So, uh, whoever want to take that opportunity and chance on me, you know, I just want them to understand that I'll play whatever role that I need to play. I'm a role player, and I'm willing to do whatever the team needs in order to ensure our success. And right now, what part of your game on the field? do you feel like needs a little bit more consistency ahead of the NFL? Um, on the field, as far as the consistency, I would just think most people think it's my experience level because I've only been playing corner at, at maybe two years. So I was just, just uh, you know, just a little bit more experienced. But that comes, I, I kind of eliminate that due to the fact that the amount of film that I watch so that'll that'll kind of cancel each other out, but it just it's just more experience, you know, more looks. That's it. Got you. Now, and you just mentioned it right now, Jock. You talked about film study, which that is a, a huge part of being successful on the field, as you know this. 
So what kind of study habits do you have and how have you told teams and informed them that if you're given the chance that you're going to be in the film room every opportunity in order to learn your opponents and be a valuable contributor to a team? Well, I just, I know, like, like you said, like on that level, film is pretty much everything in order to be successful. And uh, I spent a lot of time in the film, well, this past, this past two seasons, I spent a lot of time, a tremendous amount of time inside of the film room due to the fact that I knew it would help my game, with, like most teams would say, due to the lack of experience that I do have. You know, so I tried to get up in there and I, I would go through literally hundreds of hours of just game film, you know, and and uh, just break down things by formation, personnel, teams, tendencies. Um, my film room was uh, very, uh, it was vital to my success, you know, and uh, I'm, I take it very seriously. You know, it's like the classroom, you know, you got to take that very seriously as well, you know. So I, I put both of those on pretty much like the same level, and I just pretty much watch film after practice, before practice, <laughs> when I'm in the bed on the huddle account, you know. I, I spent a dedicated a lot of time to film. What are you doing right now as far as training? Who are you working out with? I mean, the draft is right around the corner at the end of the month. So what does your typical daily routine look like right now? Um, I'm working out at a phase one sports out here in Las Vegas, Nevada with um, my trainers, uh, Trip Tail, Darian, and uh, Reggie. Um, my pretty much my training day, a typical day for me, I wake up about seven ish, you know, you get the big breakfast in and you let that sit and our session start at nine. So we'll have a session, we'll have running uh agility work in the morning, agility or running in the morning for probably about two hours. And I'll get out there and uh so I'm still in I'm still in college, I'm still in class, I'm finishing up my degree. So I would leave training and I'll go right to class pretty much, for three hours. And then I'll have to get a meal in, and then i have another session at 4 o'clock. And then that'll be the lift. It'll be upper body or lower body, the dynamic or power, depending on the day. And uh, I'll finish up pretty much about 6 o'clock. And then, you know, you have to go get your recovery and things of that nature. And I'm, I have a lot of homework to do as well. So that's pretty much a typical day for me. Wow, Jock. Well, I got to tell you, man, I have the utmost respect for you as you're not only doing it as a potential NFL player in your training, but you're still attending classes. So, man, you got your hands full and it looks like you got a good head on your shoulders and you're driven. So I want to let you know, man, that I'm pulling for you as you continue this pre-draft process. Know that the right opportunity will surface when the time is right. So again, man, I appreciate you carving out some time to join me for an interview today. Yeah, man. Thank, thank, just thank you for the opportunity, man. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm really humbled. I'm just grateful for the opportunity, you know. Thank you. All right, bro. Well, take care. Enjoy the rest of the week as you continue your preparation. And uh, we'll look to stay in touch. So God bless, brother. God bless you, too.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.